Top tips for trick-or-treating. Now, the story of Halloween is a very interesting story. One much more interesting than that of going door-to-door to getting sweets. Though that said, it's a more worthy pursuit than most. Did you know that Halloween actually comes from Ireland? Ireland is an ancient land, and dotted across it are old stones, ancient stone structures, some of them several thousand years old. Some of these structures are aligned with the rising and setting of the sun and moon. This means on very special days, the sun's light would line up to beam light in and illuminate the inner chambers of these structures. One of these special times is known as Sown. Sown was seen as the gateway from the light half of the year into the dark half of the year. And on Ihas Sauna, the lines between this world and the other world are said to become blurred. This, this side, the side of the living and the other, a mythical world occupied by supernatural magical beings and perhaps our loved ones who may have passed on and are said to live there in bliss. They're also said to come and visit us on Ihasaun. Now you may wonder why we dress up at this time. Some say that it's just a bit of fun. Though it is fun to dress up, there's another reason. The idea isn't to dress up, but to go in disguise. In small villages and communities in Ireland, all the people know each other. They know each other really, really well. They know each other's voices. How are you, Michael? Not bad yourself, Pat. They know the way people walk. Would you look at him? All the people would dress up in disguise. They'd use old sacks, straw, seaweed, and whatever they could get their hands on. They do their best not to be recognised. But not only that, they change their voices and walk funny walks. Hello! Yes, you're looking well. Maybe it's yourself, is it? Uh, no, it's not. Now, if you can imagine all these people in disguise milling around the dance hall, dancing at the Cayley dances, playing music, and talking in their funny voices covered in straw and sacks, it would have been a sight to behold. But the thing is, on a night such as this, when the barrier is thin between this world and the next, you start to wonder, who is that I'm dancing with? Who is that I'm speaking with? Who's that man sitting alone in silence drinking a cup of tea wearing a straw mask? You see, around this time, All sorts of beings are said to be visiting from the other world. It could be fairy people. Napuki. They could be anybody. Some of the fairy folk are supposed to enjoy the company of us. In this land, the land of the living. So well that they'll tend to try and trick you back to their world so you can keep them entertained. For this reason, your disguise has to be good. You need them to think that you're one of them. Your costume doesn't need to be anything fancy, just as long as no one knows who you are. And I suppose the stranger you look, 
the more Napuki will think you're one of them. So rule number one. Make sure your face is properly covered. Make sure that anything you can be recognised by is properly covered up. You don't want one of Napuki to take a fancy to your lovely crop of brown curly hair and sweep you off to the other world. Rule number two. Act weird. Not only do you not want Napuki to recognise you by the way you look, but you also have to disguise other discerning attributes. You have to change the way you talk. Maybe make your voice sound really, really deep, like you're a giant. A five four four. My favorite bread is the shoulder crumb. Or like really squeaky and screechy, like you're a tiny goblin visiting Ireland from the continent. Oh well, hello, I'm a goblin on my holidays. Lights on crying air are incredibly reasonable considering it is the sad festival, though. No one would have a clue who you were. Why not even try walk like a goblin? You'd really throw them off then. Rule number three is the best. Now, people think trick-or-treat means that you might do a trick for the house you call to. Then get your sweets. But this simply isn't the case. You call them to the door. Trick-or-treat! On a night like this means you could be Napuki, the fairy folk, who are well known for their mischief. Trick-or-treat means that if someone isn't coming up with the treats, you get to do a trick on them. Nothing too crazy now. But you might leave a scary carved turnip on their doorstep. You might put several small carrots through their letterbox to make it look like a weird hand was reaching in to grab them. Come here till I get you. You're like, what is he on about a carved turnip? Surely you'd carve a pumpkin. Well, you see, it's a bit confusing. Over the years and generations, Irish people have had to leave Ireland. But that didn't mean that they had to leave sound behind them. When they all had to leave to go to the United States, they brought the traditions with them. But you see, we didn't have pumpkins here in Ireland. We only had turnips. And the Irish people who went to America discovered that the pumpkins were absolutely great for carving. Though, if you've ever seen a carved turnip, they are much creepier. They look like the tiny little shrunken head of a wizened old fairy man. My mother said I'd lose my head if I wasn't careful, but... I never thought it would actually happen. What I'm getting at is the plastic-tastic version of Halloween that has swept across the globe and is celebrated worldwide is actually from Ireland. I take you back to the packed dance hall of humans in disguise. Or are they? Yeah! It's hard to tell on a night such as this whether they're just weird-looking visitors from the other world. It's hard to get a sense of who anybody is, especially if you aren't yourself. You begin to question, who is this person that I'm dancing with? Who is that straw-covered man sitting in silence enjoying the tea and the company? On a night like this, they could be the fairy folk, but it could also be loved ones that we may have lost along the way. So in this way, sound is very special. Because you can't tell who anybody is, it's easy to imagine that they could be anyone. 
on this night, we can feel close to the ones that we lost or those ancestors that we haven't even met. This woman I'm dancing with could be a great, great, great grandmother who hasn't had a dance in 200 years. End or tree, end or tree. Though you'll never meet them, you get to dance with them in that moment. And in that moment, you can imagine you're dancing with anyone. Ireland's Unreal was written and presented by me, Hugh Cooney, and produced by the RTE Junior Radio Team.